Hello, this is Ramblings of Introvert. I am your host, Rob. Peace and love. Hope all is well. Um, this podcast is about probably one of the best moments of my life. happened August 14th so one of my dreams was to see a particular band and for those of you you know y'all already know like the strokes Ever since 2001, since I, like, when I heard, like, you know, I don't know, it's such a cliche, like, ever since I heard, is this it? The last night music video to the someday music video, like, it was great. Um, so, yeah, um, I was able to see the strokes. Sunday um, they opened for the Red Hot Chili Peppers with um, Thundercat at Comerica Park and honestly I wasn't planning on going um, like most of the things in my life it was very spur of the moment um, it, it was kind of weird because the week prior, um, I I was like always looking at ticket prices, looking for the right price, and so you know, I'm I'm a I'm a procrastinator when it comes to concert tickets too. Because, like, I missed out. Because what happened is, with, like, most of these, like, um, like, most, most concerts or, like, um, live events, you know, you have people buy up tickets and then resell them for, you know, for an substantial amount of money. So, like, you can buy, like, a concert ticket that's, like, $20 and then sell it for, like, shit, $80 or, shit, maybe 100 depending on that type of artist. Like, and, I don't know, man. Maybe I should start doing that shit because I'll make a lot of money. <laughs> But, you know, I don't know. I couldn't risk that money. I I couldn't risk it. But anyway, so I was like periodically looking on Ticketmaster. And, you know, 
I was just like, you know, but I was like, I was thinking like maybe, because like most of these tickets was like transfer tickets for like resale. So I was like, most likely like I can get like a ticket for like cheap on the day of. That kind of happened. I just had to use like this. I used like a secondary like ticket website to get my ticket. And it was like a resale ticket. Because like, it was crazy because like the Monday uh, Monday I was like the week of the concert I was like okay I'm just gonna put out this like because I, I followed this um, ticket like resale place where like people can like post or like sell their like you know post like you know I'm selling this ticket you know for this amount of money or you know hit them up or whatever then you can also like look at you can also like seek out tickets be like hey like you know I'm looking for this cause what I did I was like I'm looking for a ticket for Red Hot Chili Peppers Agro America Park hit me up No one, no one did reply back. So that that was a thing. Um, but you know, and then Friday came, and then like I don't know, a lot of stuff of like what with my my payment didn't fall through until like shit yesterday, really. And so, like, I didn't have, like, enough funds to get, like, a good-ass ticket. But where I sat was, like, pretty fucking amazing, though. It was, it was, it was a nice view. I didn't mind it. And, and, like, my main thing about Comerica Park, they need to change their seats. And this is also, like, for, like, Little Seats Arena, too, like, any like wider seats I know like y'all trying to fit motherfuckers in these seats or whatever fuck you know put asses in seats but have them be a little bit bigger you know but my thing is maybe I should just lose weight and then that wouldn't be a problem I'm, I'm on the track of that but um but it was just like even like for like cause like I, I sat next to like a like you know um, a skinny lady and she she seemed pretty fucking like had no room you know but like we made what was due because like for the Red Hot Chili Peppers most everybody was like standing when they was performing so and then, like, I wouldn't mind sitting down, you know, because I was, I was there primarily for the strokes, you know, because I kind of feel like life is short. This may not, you know, they may never tour Detroit again, like, together, because it's been a minute since they've been in Detroit, like, together as a band. 
think since um shit first impressions maybe I know they in tour with um yeah being like the last time they was in time cause I remember I remember that cause I was like I was so broken hearted I think it was like 2007 maybe where they was doing the first impressions tour and they was in town and I remember like it was 18 plus and I wasn't 18 at that time I was probably like what 15 maybe 18 but it was just like you know my mom isn't into rock music so like she probably wouldn't want to go cause like I would have that have like a guardian with me at that time so yeah I never was able to see them live so so yeah it came true um I was able to look up a ticket on what was called like tick pick or some shit like that where it was just like you know no service fees thank god and um so yeah so I was like it was like Sunday the morning of and I was just like I gotta go to this but I was still hesitant because I was just like you know I'm in like the saving money phase of my life and I was just like you know cause has been like very good with my money you know I've been you know paying my bills and all that other shit and like you know I was just like you know cause like lately I've just been thinking like you know I have money but I don't have to spend it you know type shit and you know I was like paying off like a big bill so I was just like that happened and like I didn't have like that much money and then like my check was like still in like the penny mode and so I was just like uh so I just spent like the little money I had available in my account to like buy this ticket and it was worth it like I didn't like afterwards I wasn't like man fuck this you know I was like you know life is short money is meant to be spent you know, things that you love, and I love music, and so why not do this? Um, so, but the real MVP out of this is Ryan and Christina. Um, so, me being like an old head, like I don't like updating my phone. I don't like buying new phones. And so, like, in order for me to get this ticket, I had to, like, download this MLB ballpark app. And I was just, like, I wasn't too fond of it. 
But like, I don't know, like the reviews were just like five stars, so like no one really had a problem with this app. But I guess I had to like um up update my phone to like iOS 14. And like I don't have like enough like storage to do so. And so like that's like one of these issues. Just make like a lesser, just give like a lesser update to to like these apps. Alright, make it fail. And like it's like I was just, I was like so pissed. I was just like, I just spent the last of my money on this ticket. And like it'll be so shitty that like I couldn't get this ticket. I got like, because like I don't even know like how to like dispute. Like I was like, dude, I, I can't get this ticket. <laughs> But, like, the tickets has already been transferred, you know? So. So I called, you know, Ryan. You know, he, he, he's been on the podcast a couple of times. We don't have him back. Um, and he was just like, I asked him for a ride. And so he called me. He's like, oh, you know, you got a ticket. It's legit. He's like, cool, you know? Cause it was just an inconvenience to them because I know they're trying to get you know to the concert without no problems, whatever. And like you know, cause like it was like last minute, and I'm so thankful that I was able to catch a ride, you know. And I was able, Ryan was able to let me use his phone, and then I was able to transfer the tickets to Christina's phone. So we was all able to go in at the same time. So that was like legit. Which was like kind of like weird to like, you know, go our separate ways. Because like usually when we go to a concert, we're usually all together. And like, it was just, you know, cool. Just to see, you know. Just to see the strokes, man. Like, it was a lot that transpired to do so. Cause like, I was, cause I was at work looking at up, up at tickets. And then, like, I guess, like, it's a, I guess it's, like, a way where, like, you have to buy, like, two tickets most cases like you know you can buy singular tickets but like some sellers can be like well you got to buy like two of these tickets and so like by the time like by the time the end of my shift happened it was like no tickets for like singular tickets so like one tickets was like unavailable at that time and I was just like what the fuck that's how like I found out that you know the tick pick place I was just like it gotta be tickets available for this shit (coughs) because like for the most part like the um the front of the front of us was pretty much like not even filled because I guess it was like open season, like after the the head, you know, 
when the headliner comes on because it was just like you just go to like any seat after that. Um, I don't know. I've done that one time where I went to an area to see, you know, to take a picture once of CM Punk. But other than that, I never really like went to another seat to, to catch, you know, wrestling. Uh, or like a or like live music at. It was legit, man. And I typically don't like doing a whole stadium concert shit, but like, I don't know. I I feel like ever since like AEW, like I went like Little Caesar Arena, I was just like, fuck it, let me do this, you know? Because I really typically wasn't fond of it. I like, I don't know. I like Comerica Park. Like, I've been there, like, two times previously. It's a beautiful ballpark. Beautiful. Like, it's legit. Um, the Illages know how to make a good, good stadium. They, they know what's up on that. A lot of people want to talk about like their, you know, you know, they gotta spend more money on the on the sports teams, but shit. I don't know, man. Little Caesars. That's some damn good pizza. Definitely in the stadiums, bruh. Like that's that shit's top notch. Like them super slices. Fuck with those. wish I would have got some of that shit because like, I realized like I didn't eat anything that whole day except for, like a bag of chips um, a pack of donuts and a couple energy drinks and some water <laughs> I was going to make myself some pizza that night but like after the concert I was just like you know all my energy was just like non-existent at that point so it was kind of dope like um so I got to my seat and it was like a lady and her two kids I think that was her kids I was like talking to her about, you know, I guess that was like her first rock show. And so I was telling them how like, you know, Strokes is like my favorite band of all time. And like, this is like the first time seeing them. And, you know, just like, it was like a dream come true. It, it really was. Just to like, witness Julian Nick Nikolai Abraham Jr. and Fab like 
it was it was it was just dope. It was just amazing. Um, it was crazy because like we caught, well, I caught the last of Gunner Cat's uh, performance. Now I got this like a big cat like on the stage. Like, I wish I was at the pit, but, like, it was straight. Like, I didn't mind. You know, I've been, you know, I like, honestly, I was spoiled at the Interpol concert, you know, to be that close. So, next time, when I catch the strokes, we're going to be GA right in front. We're going to be on Albert's side. That's like my favorite member of the Strokes. And then occasionally Julian comes over to him during some performances. So, well, he he goes all over the stage at some points, you know. But man, it was just so amazing. Dude. It was just like. I don't know. It was kind of crazy. Cause like they started off with like Reptilia, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like that's a song that you need to start start the fucking show off with. And like I'm not like here's the Room on Fire is like my favorite Strokes album, but Reptilia isn't my favorite. Song, it's like top five, but it's like that song. I was like, man, once you hear that fucking drum go off, like I was like, it's hard. Then that fucking riff, man, just amazing. I don't know. It was a, it was like a nice collection of, of songs that, like you know, it's like a nice collection of songs from their discography. Like they started off with Reptilia, like I said. Eyes of the World, which is like a personal favorite of mine. It's probably like in my top 10 strokes songs. It's just, dude, it's like one of them songs that just fucking just. Because, like, my thing is First Impression of Earth is like a guitar, hard rock influence album. And the guitar duo of Nick. And Albert is so underrated and a lot of people don't talk about the Strokes guitarists as much as they should because like throughout the years they have gotten like so much so fucking good <laughs> like like not even like I don't know just in terms of just like 
how they play together as a duo. The, the ability to be like, well, sometimes you're gonna be lead, sometimes you're gonna, because pre- predominantly, I, uh, Nick is the lead guitarist, but in some cases, Albert does play lead. It, Eyes of the World is one of them songs where it's just like, the, like everything like the guitar, the bass, the vocals the drums just so on point um, and just to hear that, cause like I if you would have told me that they would play that song like because like when you think about first impression of Earth as an album it wasn't like critically acclaimed. It wasn't like that popular. Um, I think like that was the album that a lot of people was, you know, being like, this is the end of the strokes. Yeah. And even like they played into that with the release of that album. You know, like, is this it for the strokes or something? I remember like, seeing that like in one of their music videos and um yeah just just cause like it's another song that appeared on their set list that I wasn't anticipating them to play is Evening Sun which is off of First Impression of Earth and like that's a you know I feel like that's like a song that's It wasn't a single off first impression. It was just like one of them, you know, songs that was just like, you know, that appeared on the album. And so it's like, it's kind of like cool for like fans to like be like, okay, this is a song for like actual fans that like love us. I feel like that was like one of them songs. Also, Automatic Stop was like one of them songs that like, I kind of feel like most people really don't really appreciate as much as like the other like I actually like all the first impressions of Earth that they played on their set list is pretty much like songs that that I kind of like would consider like with with like real fans who like really love to hear them you know to hear them play. I'm running out of time here. For like, you know. So we're gonna, gonna like finish this off in the second part of the podcast. So I will catch you in part two. So come back, relax, and Catch me ramble more about Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Strokes and Thundercat at Comerica Park. And we are back. 
part two is now in session. So, from a fan, like from a from a fan point of view, the setlist was tremendous. Like it was just dope. So, as I was saying, they went from Reptilia to Eyes of the World. Then they went to Bad Decisions to Ethan's Son, which was, like, dope to listen to. Also, going back to Bad Decisions, it's so cool to hear that song live. It's kind of crazy because they did, like, the whole, like, SNL thing, where it was just, like, they did... The adults are talking and bad decisions. Which was like kinda like cool cool for them to do. Honestly, I wish they would have did Eternal Summer off there. I kinda of feel like that was like that was like kind of like a perfect setting. You know, being late, you know, late summer and be like, no, summer's gonna last forever this eternal summer I thought like Julian was going to do some shit like that but he did something with like evening sun he was like he's like I'm just waiting for that evening sun you know so said something like that <clears throat> and like I don't know it's dope to it's dope for him to um, I Cause like for a person who always wanted to see the strokes live and so like the best way to see that would be like on YouTube before I've seen them and like he'll be like into like these like mid song rambles where he's just saying like you know something that was like on his mind you know something like you know and it's just like so dope to like witness that live in person. So like the little things that I, that I just I was just like so dope to you know to hear Albert's guitar, you know, he, to hear like Fab's drum, just him going off on the drums. Um, Nick fucking doing his solos, like it was just. I don't know, man. You know, Nikolai just looking cool on the bass. You know, just being like, this shit ain't shit. I'm just fucking, you know, doing my thing on the bass. It was just, I don't know, man. It was, it was, you know, I was rocking out on my seat. Um, I guess Ryan called me, you know, rocking out to him. Man, it was just—it was just so dope. It was just—it was just like, how can I was like, this is what life for, you know, the simple thing. Just see like your favorite rock band, you know, shit like that. And like that's the shit that I live for now, you know, seeing live music because I love live music now. Like, I, like I've been like a lot. I've been like. And that's, like, the only way I can, like, literally, like, open up my, 
my shell is like going to like a live concert, you know, talking to other fans, you know, talking to my friends about, you know, music and shit like that. Like, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's like my communication tool. Like, it's like, what are you listening to? So, yeah, bad decisions, like, dope to hear. Um, then it went to, like, hard to explain after um, Evening Sun, you know, hard to explain, like, a personal favorite of mine that's, like, in my top five. Um, man, just to, like, fucking hear Julian. Like, I wasn't honest, man. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Man, that shit was incredible. Um, yeah. Then it went to like, then they like slowed it down with like automatic stop off room on fire. And like, that was, that was like legit to hear. So many things there to see. <laughs> yeah, man. That was, man, tremendous. Then it went to automatic stop to the Dawson Talking, which is like the Dawson Talking is like, man, just to like see like the whole like guitar duel with like, I call it like guitar duel with Albert and Nick. It was. It was very good. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, this would be like one of them would go high, then the other one would go low, and then another the one would go low, and then the other one would go high. Like, it was just so dope. And then, like, <clears throat> then, like, after the song, Julian did, like, um, a nod to, like, John Williams Superman 2 thing which I got that like on video which is like pretty fucking that was like I was like I have to like record this because this is amazing Um, I might give it to like one of the strokes Band Instagram, maybe. They had to give me one of Strub jerseys from the thoughts are talking. For now, this might make my own fucking jersey. Be like, fuck it. Excuse me. That would not be edited out because we don't have the, the finances on this podcast like a Joe Rogan. So that was a joke. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's yeah. Then they went to like the the dogs were talking to Juice Box, which like that's all actually. It's, it's it's one of my least favorite stroke songs. 
but it's growing on me now. Maybe because the music video. I don't know, man. Like it was just like the like the dude throwing up. It was just like kind of like off bloody. I was just like, cause like I I don't know. Maybe I like the song, but like the music video is just you know. I don't know. It's like that New York lifestyle in the, in the 2000s. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It was like very off-putting with the fucking dude throwing up. Yeah. But David Cross was in that fucking music video, though. So that was like a fucking pop, though. Man, David Cross is like hella dope. Also... Speaking of David Cross, who did Mr. Show with Bob, I can't pronounce his last name, who plays Bear Call Saul, who, who played Saul Goodman on Bear Call Saul from Breaking Bad, which is like a good ass show. But anyway, back to the strokes. <clears throat> but Bear Call Saul ended. So this may be like the last um, Breaking Bad Universe show, which is like you know, I don't know, I don't know why people have to have the need for like a universe for like different shows. Like this is like you know the Game of Thrones universe. This is like fucking I don't know He Man universe. I don't know, man. It's I don't know, man. I just feel like the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe has just made like a floodgate of like different universes because now DC is trying to like mimic the MCU now. Well, they have been, but now like they're really like seriously trying to do that shit now. Well, I don't know why I'm talking about fucking superhero shit now. Let's talk about the fucking strokes. But anyway, they go back into like Juice Box, which is like, you know, one of my least favorite, my least popular songs. It's not a bad song, it's one of my least favorite songs. Into Last Night. Which is like kinda like, you know, I kinda like always wanted to hear that song live. And I feel like they did it because like it's like the 20th. Recently it was the 20th anniversary of Is This It? So Maybe that had like something to play into. And then like one of my fucking one of my favorite songs of all time. Well not all time, but like top five in my top five, take it or leave it. Dude. Take it or leave it. It just gives off that like two dollar bill concert vibe that like, you know, man, you know. And those who who ever seen that shit, I recommend you watch. If you're a fan of Strokes, you're a fan of music, you're a fan of rock and roll. Because early 2000 rock, and I'm, I'm glad like they're like doing a documentary about that with the Meet Me in the Bathroom. There, I think HBO has turned that into like a docu series or, or a documentary movie. So, go on YouTube, put in the strokes, $2 bill concert. 
I highly recommend it. It's tremendous. It gives you, I feel like that's like the blueprint to like if you want to like get into the strokes or um, how can I say this? You want to get into the strokes, you want to watch music history uh, watch that $2 bill concert because I feel like that was like peak MTV also um, I feel like they was actually spending time invested into the artists and communicating each artist into a, you know a visual art form because like the music video art form was a beautiful thing to see and you know and that's why, I, that's why, that's why I do on YouTube. I, I watch music videos most of the time, or like live performances. Um, because it is a like, it is like kind of like a lost art. But a lot of people don't really, you know, because like most of the time, the music videos coming out of the artist's pocket now, because like. It's not a way to promote shit, you know. Um, unless it's like, a, unless like the artist is like sponsored. But I don't know. I don't know much about the music business. But if you do know anything about the music business, hit me up and we can do an interview. So yeah, and their last song was Someday, which, fun fact, Someday was my ringtone back in the day. It was Someday and Wolf Like Me by TV on the radio. I was so big into Honestly, dude, when they play someday, I was just like, man, that shit, that, you know, that shit makes you want to like, you know, I don't know. It's like one of them songs where it's like, throughout all the bullshit, you know, you can just, you know, someday you're just going to like, you know, someday it's going to like matter, you know, and, I, and that's like, you know kind of like spreading positivity in a way like no matter like all the fucking trials and tributes and I said that word wrong you know um, you know throughout all like the trials and shit it just you know it makes you wanna at the end of the day it's gonna be okay because you know you meant to struggle a little bit in life cause life ain't all you know butterflies and shit and like you know I think we're, like, we're all learning that I think like with the pandemic has kind of like taught us it's like well it taught me that you know bet more on yourself that you know life is short so do the things that you want to do because you may not ever have opportunity to do it, you know. So, 
then yeah so like after the strokes red hot chili peppers came on and like retrospective it's kind of like crazy because like red hot chili peppers was like the first rock and roll band like that was like kind of like ever introduced to because of MTV like I remember like vividly like it probably wasn't like the first rock band it was more like probably like the first rock band I, I kind of like I was like oh this ain't shitty you know <coughs> like I remember like being a kid watching like Californication music video, Scar Tissue music video, and I was just like, man, this band's like hella dope. That's like my fucking, like, that was like my introduction to the Red Hot Chili Peppers with the Californication album. That iteration of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then, like, I really wasn't, like, you know, I really wasn't, like, a diehard Red Hot Chili Pepper fan, but like, I respected them. Like, you know, from like their different takes on like funk. Like, they grab from like a lot of like different genres, you know, to make, yeah, to make the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And so this, you know, because it's like, it's like legendary, you know, they like legendary, you know, they, they legends, you know, respectfully, you know, it's like, it's like kind of like if I was like able to see like the stones, like if I was like in the nineties, you know, but wow, this is like legendary status. You know, just to, you know, see like a act, you know, a band like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then also just to see um John back with the band was like hella dope because his guitar playing is like hella underrated. And it was dope to hear his solos. Definitely on um, Californication. Just to like hear that song live was like pretty fucking amazing. I was like, I really was anticipating that song though. Um, I really was anticipating him to uh, play that song. like cause like I don't even know like most of their like I really don't know most of their um set lists because like I'm not like really like I really don't know their you know whole catalog I just know like the hits from actually Peppers so like some of the notable ones is like Dan California. 
that was like dope. Kyler Rudder. I remember downloading that song on iTunes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I pay. I pay for music. I, yeah, dude. I, like, I was slinging, man. I was buying them fucking iTunes cards like a motherfucker. Um, Snow, hail, like, come on, like that song is like legit, like. That was like a crowd praiser because like everybody was just like, okay, they coming, you know. But yeah, like they did like eighteen songs, and like. It was dope. They did Tell Me Baby. I know that song. Then then their 15th song was like Californication. And don't forget me. I I, I know that song too. But yeah, like Californication, Give It Away. Then her two encore songs was Under the Bridge, which was like dope as fuck. And by the way, they had to end the concert. Uh, and it was like kind of like dope because they gave like a big thank you, you know, because I guess like Michigan is like important to them or some shit. Throughout the years, and like. Um, the drummer Chad brought his 95-year-old mom on out stage, on stage. So that was pretty fucking dope, you know. It was like, yeah, it was an amazing show. It was kind of a, a tad bit jammy, which is like, you know, that's who the Red Hot Chili Peppers are, you know. Um, but, you know, it was an entertaining show, nonetheless. So, yeah. Honestly, I will see them again if they play some of their other hits, like Scar Tissue, Zephyr Song. Those like the two songs I was like that one and the that one in the play, but you know maybe next time. Because man, they're like in like incredible shape, bro. Like I don't know what the fuck is their their like regiment. I need to give them that shit, you know. You know I'd be like my little jogging and shit, and like yeah. That shit was crazy. Like fucking Flea doing like fucking um, handstands and shit. Shit was crazy. But it was a great show. I was I was happy that you know I was able to go because you know 
Like I said, life is short, so do what you want. Simple as that. So, I don't know. Hopefully, I'll see the strokes again, and like, there'll be a headline act, and I'll be able to hear nine more songs because I don't know man I feel like the Strokes is probably like one of them bands that I would like fucking like if I had like the funds I would like go to like their like most of their dates on like a Pacific like tour like a Euro tour you know So yeah, I think if I were to rate the concert from one to ten, I would probably be a nine. Not only because, like, I really wasn't familiar with Red Hot Chili Peppers catalog as much as I wanted to be, but that's my problem. It's not their problem, but, like, the show was totally dope. The visuals was, like, pretty dope. Um, That's, like, the thing with, like, kind of, like, these, like, acts be, like, different acts has, like, different, like, amount of, like, budgeting with their effects. You know, I but nonetheless, it was a dope ass concert. So yeah, I was very pleased, quite entertained. So yeah, um, just gonna end this episode. So. Um, I encourage you to follow my new Instagram for new updates on, you know, I don't know. I haven't really been using it because I don't know why. So, yeah, you know, if you want, check it out. If if not, that's fine. Um, I need to be, I need to put, like, more effort to, like, my art page because I don't know, man. I need to be doing that shit. But, you know, I've just been, like, in a working mood and, like, trying to get, like, stuff in order in my life. And, you know, I've just been pretty much being, like, on a fitness kick. Just working out, walking, jogging, you know two to three miles a day for five days five, you know just you know stay in shape tone my body out you know all that fine jazz so yeah that's what I've been doing watching a lot of wrestling a lot of like sports shows such so, yeah. so I think on the next episode I don't know what I'm going to do 
gonna talk about some wrestling. We're gonna talk about the um, the new wrestling renaissance. Um, a lot of shit has happened, and so I'm probably gonna catch your, you know, catch you guys up on the best way. You know, little cliff notes. There's ain't no, you know, little cliff notes episode of wrestling with Robert Savage. So. Peace and love. Treat everybody with kindness. I will see you on the next ramblings of an introvert. Bye-bye.